I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Um, now on to Broncos v the Dragons. Um, thoughts on the first ten minutes Sinbin for Tarek Sims? This was uh, the shot on Adam Reynolds. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I sat there and watched it and thought I can understand why they Sinbinned him. Mm. If it was Ezra Mam, do you think he would have got binned? Yeah, no. Like I, I think I'm so torn on this because I think unfairly. Sims obviously has the reputation, but not even just Sims. I think unfairly what they've done is, is like, that's how Reynolds got the injury. Remember against the, the, yep. the Raiders, it was a late shot to the back, and I don't even think he got a penalty. And so I think what's happened is, is the refs have gone and gone, mate, this bloke just broke his ribs and he didn't even get a bloody penalty for it. And I think Sims has actually been, even though you probably shouldn't, I think the refs have gone, mate, you've intentionally gone for his ribs there, and it's, it's obvious what you're trying to do. And I think that's played in the decision. If it was Ezra, I don't think he goes. But even if, like, let's say, let's say there'd been no history with broken ribs, mm. and he wasn't a key player, and like nothing wrong with his ribs, I think that it may have turned out a little bit differently. Where, but because there was something wrong with his ribs, I think that the intent yep. behind it was like didn't help Sims's case. Where it definitely didn't help. Exactly, because yeah. it looks like you're intentionally trying to break his ribs by hitting him in a dangerous position. Yeah. So I can understand the argument of like, bro, you've just hit him in a dangerous position and he has broken ribs and you know he has broken ribs. But I can also understand the argument of, mate, it was pretty much as the ball was let go. And so what are, what are halves going to do? They can just back into the line and never get hit. So I don't know what the answer is. I really, really don't know what the answer and is. And I also think it's really hard when we 
the referees have to make these split second decisions, and then we sit down and we slow it down. Yeah. on replays like yeah. that, that doesn't give you that. That's yeah. bullshit. That What's well, the same when we, when we always complain about? Oh, you know, it was it was uh, or a slow motion replay, and you've seen it over and over in slow mo, so it looks worse than it is. And it's in the reverse of that. Like yeah. we get all this time to go. Well, it actually wasn't that late, and rah, rah, rah. pause it here. That's when Reynolds released. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just like, like he doesn't get like that. that. Yeah, he's going to make the call yeah. pretty much as it's you know within. 10 to 20 seconds of it happening. And I, I, I think you got to back referee's vibe at the time mm. of what they felt. Yeah. And as you said, I definitely agree that I think because it was Reynolds and this history there with his ribs, mm. it played a part. Yeah. Also, you, like you talk about how in, we have a slow-mo replay and we can analyse it. You can't look at a, sl- a late shot in slow-mo anyway because mm. it looks way worse. Yeah. yeah. No, it's... um. I didn't think it was a sim bin, personally. Yeah. I thought, it's I thought tough. it was... But you could argue from, let's say, from Reynolds' perspective, it's like I literally broke my ribs because I got hit in the back. When you contextualise like that, that actually that makes a lot of sense. Mm. But if I'm taking it on... And then, value, like, for example, from the Broncos' perspective, it's like we lost our key player because you allowed a bloke to hit him in the back for no reason. Like, And so, yeah, it, it's a tough one. I, I don't know what the right answer is here. I, I just... I understand the argument of, okay, well, then halves are just going to back into the line, but I don't think halves actually are going to back into the line. You know how hard it is to back into the line? Like, I don't see that happening. I just think that we, we, we may just have to accept gone are the days where you can rough a half back up as he throws the ball. Yeah, and I, in some ways, I don't mind that. Mm. Like, you look at... What's like, the back stuff? I, yeah. I don't mind. I think it was like, like, I don't mind some hits front on like that rough the fullback or uh, the halfback up because it's like as long as the timing is good I'm sweet with it I just don't know where I stand of like hitting someone in the back like that it's especially, just so dangerous especially because if his back's turned into it he's kind of relaxed himself as well so he's Absolutely. not bracing for impact yeah and I mean like halfbacks and five eights that's, that's what put asses on seats as mm. well like we just spoke about Munster's out ball player we just said oh Incredible Cronulla one without Nico Hines. Like, mm. These are the guys that you need to protect. It's the yeah. same in the NFL. They've changed all their rules. Like You can't go near a quarterback anymore because mm. they understand the entertainment <coughs> value that you need those guys out on the yeah. field every single time. But like, I can understand people that are frustrated and say, like, protected species. Like, mm. uh, you know, what, is there a bubble around halfbacks now and you're, like, not allowed to rough them up? Like, if they don't want to get hit, don't go into the line. So I, I get that argument as well. That's why I say I don't know where I land yeah, on this. I really, balance. really don't. Yeah. The next 10 in the bin was absolutely 10 in the bin. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. He was honestly probably lucky he didn't get... If that was done magic round when it all got cracked down, he's getting sent. Well, <laughs> I, I personally thought that after the first in bin, he was going to get yeah, sent. Yeah, okay. Yeah, wow. Um, I'm, I'm glad he didn't get sent, to yeah. be clear, because it's not like he intentionally did that. I'm yeah. just saying, like, when the crackdown happened. Um, so, look, I can understand why Dragons fans felt a bit dudded by that first 10 in the bin. Um, second one, though. Jeez. That was, that was definitely 10 in the bin. Um, and to, to be fair, even before the crackdown, I felt like that's 10 in the bin. Like yeah. contact like that to the, to, to the chin. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, uh, what did you guys think of the, the match? Mate, I thought Blake Laurie was massive mm. for St. George. I, I, I don't know his stats in front of me right now, but he, he ran for an absolute heap, got through a heap of tackles. I think he played pretty big minutes too. Mm. Uh, I thought Blake Laurie was very impressive. I think uh, Jack DeBellin's just... Loki found form over the last few weeks. No yeah. one's really talking about his form. I think he's. he's good. I actually think it's like because he's changed his style a bit. I think he's just going to a more of a run and uh, like a mm. a bash forward. You know, just run it hard and straight. 
um, rather than worrying about ball playing. Which is so interesting because we spent the whole preseason going, is it Jack DeBell and is it Jack Bird at 13? Yeah. Seemingly neither of them is playing 13 yeah. at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Especially like this, when you have got these, these young halves when Ben Hunt's not there, I would have thought one of them would have played a more prominent role. But Yeah. Jack Bird was good too. Far out, he's a competitor. He never stops. Yeah. Like, never, never stops. Uh, Jack DeBell on 127 metres, 30 post contact, three offloads, 22 tackles. Yeah, so it just seems like he's gotten a very clear instruction now because he's been named at eight again. So it must really be, don't worry about ball playing anymore. I just want you running hard and fast because Hook is that kind of guy as well. Like, he just loves his forwards, just fucking running hard. Um, so, the yeah. Dragons didn't realise fucking Cody Ramsey has a bit of toe on him. Yeah, he's quick, eh? Didn't, he's quick. Did not realise that. Um, and yeah, Moses Suli becoming one of my one of my favourite players. I know I'm not the only one there. Yeah, look, I know Stags probably won the battle in the end, maybe. But I tell you what, Suli was in that battle. I, I reckon it would have been a different battle if Ben Hunt was on the field giving Suli clean ball. He didn't, he didn't get as many opportunities as he should have. As yep. soon as he got his first one, I mean, Jack Bird turned him under. Mm. Well, Steamroll three blokes. Steam, yeah, absolute havoc. <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, look. Oh, Dragons, it's it's hard where to put this performance. You'd actually, I'd actually consider it quite brave because they did have bloke in the bin for twenty minutes. That's mm. so long to be a player down, and you could make the argument if they didn't have ten in the bin, at least for the first one, maybe they win or get close to winning the match. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of those games, Dragons. If they miss the eight, they're going to look back on this one and go, "Fuck, mm. Brisbane, we're missing so many troops here." Yes, we were without Ben. We had things going against us within the game, but. Mm. I still thought there was a heap of times. And, you know, the halves are young. It's going to happen. But I think they put three or four balls dead. Their fifth play options. i got it here in the notes. Yeah, their fifth play costly. options were really, really poor, unfortunately. Especially like, right at the end when they were trying to get the game back. Like, they got yeah. caught on fifth a couple of times. So many times. And that's just inexperience. That's yeah. just – and that's where, like, I do – you know, I've, we spoke about it earlier, but, like, I want them playing Q mm. Cup, uh, New South Wales Cup, to just make sure that they've got the reps under their belt. And not to say, because I think Sullivan has been playing New South Wales Cup. It so has, yeah. It's just, um, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. I, I, I think the first 10 minutes are in the second half, I think they, they, they kicked two balls dead yeah. from like the red zone. And then they got caught with the ball so many times as well. So, yeah, I actually really respected Dragon's energy. They came out super aggressive. Their forward pack was, you know, almost taking it to us, really. Um, so, yeah, it's probably one of those games one of them got away. Cody Ramsey, he's been great, man. He has been great. And this is coming from a person I did not think he was a fullback at the start of the year. I thought he was an out-and-out winger. Yep. And I was like, he's just I just don't know if he has the ball playing to be a fullback. But the energy that he brings to that side is immense. Like, he's becoming a vital part of the puzzle for them. He, he definitely is, yeah. And mm. I was telling everyone that had listened, and even those that wouldn't, that he wasn't a fullback. Yeah, um, yeah I... <laughs> I think you got to say it. Like I couldn't think of a world where I pull Sloan back into this side now. Yeah, and got to give Hook credit because we did not agree with him pulling Sloan out. We we did keep saying that sometimes Hook does things that we will never understand and it'll work. Yeah, and even in saying that, I was still so confident that he'd made the wrong call. I was, I was super confident that he'd made the wrong call. I was like, nah, Sloan is such a gun. Cody Ramsey is not a fullback. How wrong I was. Cody Ramsey is proving to be a fullback. And Anthony Griffin absolutely got the right call. Yep. Absolutely got the right call. Um, two tries, 145 metres, 17 post contact, six tackle breaks, two line breaks. And it's just his energy, though. It's, it's his energy. Like, even little stuff. Like, I think there was, like, a tackle after a bomb. He catches the bomb. They, the ref blows the whistle for a penalty against the Dragons. 
He throws the ball yeah. away angry. Like, I love seeing that shit. It means he's so in the game. Yeah, like, he cares. He cares. Yeah. Um, so, look, yeah, it's great stuff for Cody Ramsey. Like, really, really good stuff. Uh, Faye guy, he's so fucking sharp, Faye guy. Something about him, Fuck man. me. Just, he just needs more ball. He needs more opportunity. His footwork is fucking outrageous. Um, 136, 35 metres, 30 post-contact, seven tackle breaks. Like, this is their back. This is their... Fullback, wing, and centers tackle breaks. Six tackle breaks for Ramsey. Seven tackle breaks for Fagai. Six tackle breaks for Suli. These guys are all young. All young. Yep. Then you've got Zach Lomax, who's, you know, killing it like a – not killing it lately, but he is a gun center as a youngster. And you get Ravalawa, who's a beast. Like, there is something to build on at the Dragons. I think that uh, the key is obviously all around Benny Hunt. I just think they get Benny Hunt back and – who knows? I, I really didn't mind what I saw from the Dragons yesterday. Honestly, I really didn't. I know it ended up being 32-18, mm. but I really didn't mind what I saw. I, I, just think, I just think that the Broncos are in a much better position than people realise. And I think that all of that talk a few years ago about all the greats in the game were going, Broncos young pack, it is fucking the best young pack in the competition. And it's this, that. All that chat, we're starting to see what they were talking about and what they could see. Yep. in this young Broncos forward pack. Um, so, look, Dragons bring Benny Hunt back into that side. They probably, yeah, it's a different, it's a, it's, I don't know if they win, but, I mean, it's a different ball they game. They go damn close. They go it. damn close, it, absolutely. Because, yeah. um, like, the amount of fifth tackle sets, Benny Hunt would have just iced them. Yeah. To the Broncos, um, what an incredible performance. Missing 10, I think, of their starting side uh, or of their squad at the very least. Uh, and they were absolutely outstanding. Uh, Tessie knew, yeah, he had a few errors, so he's a little bit rusty, but outside of that, what a comeback. Wow. And to be honest, I think if Tomato Martin was to come back next week, I would probably still keep Tessie in that starting fullback position until, like, just to give him an opportunity because he was that good. I think off the back of that game, mm. yeah. That, I, yeah. I, Tessie came, like, I, I felt sorry for him when he came into first grade because people calling him the next Lockyer. Like, it was doesn't so even unfair. play like Lockyer. It doesn't, doesn't even look... It, yeah. There's nothing about him that resembles Lockyer. Yeah. Nothing whatsoever. The way he plays, not at all. The way he plays, no. I mean, if anything, yesterday was the closest he's ever looked. Mm. Still a long way away, obviously. Mm. But I just... I, I remember watching him the last few years, and it's always annoyed me because I think that he, he quite often takes the wrong decision. Mm. He passes when he should run. He runs quite often when I think he should pass. And early in that game yesterday, I think he, he was a bit rusty, a few mistakes. And I think there was a, there was a three on two on the left and the right. He ran on both of them. Mm. I sort of thought, oh, Christ, no, here we go. Yeah. Uh, but then his ball playing yesterday, I, I don't know if, if they got a word down to him. I don't know what changed. But all of a sudden he just clicked. There was a cutout ball that he threw to Piero that was an absolute <coughs> cracker. Even the pass he threw to Stags, like it wasn't a tremendous pass, but normally he wouldn't pass it. Mm. He would just take the run and just the timing of when he let go of it, it was just perfect. And the it passed to Mam for the try. Yes, yeah, like yeah, that another. was not an easy pass. Yep. Most blokes throw that forward because it's the angle they have to hit is has to be perfect because otherwise it goes behind Mam yep. or goes in front of him. And I would be confident saying nine times out of ten last year he wouldn't have passed that ball. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So I thought I, I was very impressed with Tessie. I think that's by far and away the best game I've seen him play. Mm, he was outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. A try, two try assists, seven tackle breaks, two line breaks, three line break assists. What a, what a performance. Even the try that he scored, like 
I don't know what on earth Jack did, but I don't know if he was caught offside. Mm. He just stood still. And if so, Tessie's obviously heard that call. Yeah. He's gone bang, it's on. Straight into him. It's just, it's just good eyes up, awareness. Mm. Yep. No, he was outstanding. And like the depth that we have, I mean, to think that we got, say, one, two, three, four. You could make an argument, four out of the back five are not starters. Mm. So you could make the argument, Tomate Martin, Hoida, Lee, and Pereira are not starters for the Broncos. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, and yet they put on a performance like that. Incredible. Hoiter. Hoiter, mate. Fuck. He's a find. Far out. I mean, he debuted in the Tigers like five or He's six years ago. Out. Comes in for his second game. I think he scored in his debut for the Broncos as well. Comes into this game. He was outstanding. He brought a bunch of energy, some good finishes, 127 metres, six tackle breaks, two line breaks. Mate, then you got Pereira on the other side. He, every, he found his front every single run, nearly. He was honestly so good. Um, Katoni Staggs, he was a little bit rusty at the start. I thought Suli was getting the better of him. Yep. And then, boom, just clicked into gear. The last 60 minutes of his game was absolutely outstanding. Um, two tries as well, 136 metres. He got involved. He had three line breaks. Like, wow. Yeah, when he made, I think he, his first touch, he knocked on. He mm. went into contact and he lost the ball. And then the next tackle, they turned him under and he got <coughs> tackled. The third one, he made a line break. And as soon as he just gets into space, you know he's on for the rest of the game. Yeah. If he confidence. starts well, it's over. Yeah. yeah. The other thing with Staggs is too, I was having a look at some numbers. Like, his numbers when he's playing a day game oh, really? are wild. But Brisbane never play in the other. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That's and crazy. Then it's their last day game for the season too. Yeah, wow. Um, so, yeah, really, really good stuff by the Broncos' backs. Ezra Mann, fuck his quality, man. He is something special. Something about him. Like, yeah. we're talking about a teenager here that's just come straight into grade and he looks like a mature Six. Like, this bloke has only played four or five games. This is his fifth game of NRL or something like that. I remember us watching the highlights in the preseason. I think we both agreed that he looked like he was going to be raw for another two years. Yeah, for sure. For All sure. of a sudden, he, he looks like an experienced six. I'm pretty sure when I watched his highlights and I did, like, a reaction to him. I, my one takeaway was like he has all the attacking ability. Like he is, it's it's obviously there. He just needs to make sure his defense is is yeah. really good. His defense, the amount of times like he stops them in their tracks and goes low. He's got a very old school technique of chopping through the middle. So so good. I'm just so impressed with him. And and you all, all see on social media, Reynolds and him are they're very close. Reynolds has always yeah. got him under his wing, and you can see the dividends it's paying. Holy For shit. Sure. Holy shit. I think Ezra Mam has absolutely cemented his six spot now. And I think for the next couple of years, you've got to see Reynolds and Mam as your six, seven. Well, I think like the, the emergence of Ezra is a big reason why I said before they don't need Walsh. Yeah. It'd be good to have him. That's but, crazy. You've got uh, Tessie, you've got Tomato, yeah. you've got Selwyn. Fuck. Amazing. Amazing. Um, also, Zach Hosking on debut. Really, really solid. Really solid. Um, 
super promising for the the Broncos. They've also they got TC Rabadi, they got Ricky's are also young. Like think about the, how young this team is. Like it's just incredible. We got this depth. Also, want to give a shout out to Kobe Hetherington. Oh, he was is arguably the best game he's ever played for the Broncos. But I I honestly think it puts forth the argument Kobe needs to be our 13 and Paddy needs to be one of our front rower. Paddy can still do everything that he does at 13. Mm. I just think that when Paddy Carrigan comes back and Huss is back, that they say put Kobe on the bench. But I think Kobe needs to play 80 minutes or at least, you know, long minutes, 70 minutes. Um, I, I prefer the Broncos forward pack with Paddy and Haas starting and Kobe Hetherington at 13. Hetherington's got a bit of uh, cotter about him, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a battler. That left foot step, yep. you could see at the start of the game, he was making little half breaks, little half breaks. And I think, it, I don't know if it was left or right, but by the end of the game, boom, he makes that line break. I think he hits Tessie, who hits um, Ezra Mam on the inside. Uh, Reese Kennedy, he had his best game in first grade, I think. Uh, what an important, it's an incredible performance. Yeah, I feel a bit sorry for Reese Kennedy. He's already signed to go to England next year. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised that no club. Very surprising. Punt on him. Very surprising. Dolphins? Like, I guess they've got a heap of forwards, but I just seems very he's young. He's played some good games he's in first He's played some really good games, yeah. So I'm, I'm also surprised. Maybe it was just too good a deal to... Oh, like, I can understand the Broncos not being able to keep him because they've yeah. got so many forwards, but yep. I'm surprised no one else in the comp... And you know, I, I hope I hope for his sake, mm. it's just a cracking deal. Yeah, I, reckon, it, I surely. You're Must telling be, me another yeah. fucking four-pack couldn't use a guy like Reese Kennedy? Surely. Yeah. Surely. Um, look, great signs for the Broncos. Really, really good signs. Like, we truly could be a top four side this year. You know, I know we're going to have to fight Sharks for that four spot, all Sharks and uh, the rest of the teams. But, yeah, at the very least, I can see us finishing top six at the very least. Yeah, Matter so. of fact, going forward with the standard that we've set ourselves, anything less than top six would actually be disappointing. Yeah, I think based on how you've gone this year, seven and eight would be disappointing. So yeah. Drop to there. Now, obviously, seven and eight compared to last year is great, but... We've set a standard for ourselves yeah. now that we can be a top six yeah. side. And so. you, if you are going to have to be in that bottom four of the top eight, you want that home final. Yeah, you for want to bring sure. Someone to Suncorp. Absolutely. So massive win. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.